T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's time for a noon kick. Let's go, babe. Come on. Let's have some fun, man. This is Danny and Dusty on Football Friday. You gotta see it! You gotta see it! Brought to you by the ALNA Sportsbook. Watch the games in the region's largest video wall and wager on your team at the ALNA Sportsbook. Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Good afternoon. Happy Football Friday. <laughs> Danny and Dusty with you. Hope everybody's having a fantastic Friday in the Rose City today. We got a lot of sport to get to today. How's everybody doing? Danny Meringue? I mean, I'm, I'm alive, so it's a blessing, is what I'll say. It's a blessing. Oh, hashtag blessed. Every day is, every day is a blessing, Hashtag right? blessed. Yep, yep. Jeff Rust, how are you? Not quite, not quite feeling satiated. Just sucked down a lean cuisine pad thai, and it's just you know, I'm, I'm still felt feeling empty. Ah, yes, lean oh. cuisine known for their pad thai. <laughs> wow, yeah, pad <laughs> thai. Go for the, 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 the truly ethnic flavors. Yeah. Yes, of, of lean cuisine with your pad thai. Yes, listen, you All go right. like meatloaf lean cuisine. Like, I, I get that. Yeah, I get that. I mean, See, that's I not even go for recalendars. Like, you're going like the stripped down. How many points do you have on, on for that? <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, what, no, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I usually, I don't know. For for me, usually the the Asian inspired ones are usually a, a a safe bet. But yeah, just didn't quite do it. Okay. All I right. think I got some Cheetos in my bag, too. Attaboy. <laughs> that's how you save Pad Thai, Cheetos. You know, I think they pair very well together. Yeah. They do. With a fine Chianti. Mm. Or a 53 Bordeaux. Mm, 53 Bordeaux with a <laughs> lean cuisine pad thai <laughs> and I, a I bag of Cheetos. Listen, Chester Cheetah recommended yeah. this highly. <laughs> I love people who find those pairings, like their Taco Bell with their Chardonnay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Find me the trashiest food pairings with the best wine pairings. Now you're doing yeah. God's Ooh, work. And Chirito and a Zinfandel. There you go. <laughs> Little ro- little rosé with your double decker taco. <laughs> yeah. that, that goes more with the uh, cinnamon twist, yeah. but <laughs> I want a little moscato with my uh, my subway sandwich. 
Uh, all right, the tech sign's already fired up. Rusty's going to have the squirts like Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. I think it's a bad tie. Oh, do they do they not think this system is used to those kinds of things? Yeah, no, that's it, it, that's a highly tuned system. Yeah, everybody who says that they're always like, "Hey, guys, do you not understand? Like, this is almost forty yeah. years yeah. of a do, elite process. Do you not know how I got here? You, you, you know what throws me for a wrench? Organic vegetables. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what. Does that's it. the thing that really. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What is this foreign object? <laughs> Easy now. Easy. You know the organic one. You make a really good point. I had this happen the other day. Uh, I normally try to like when I buy, buy my produce. I try to avoid like the GMO stuff, like to an extent. I'm not mm-hmm. obnoxious about it. Yeah. But there's certain things I just I like my steroids and mutations better. Like they had the organic and non-organic green onions right next to each other. Yeah. The or, the organic green onions are tiny and weak, and they don't. And then there's the one the. It's because they're not juiced up with all the steroids. Yeah, the GMO ones are like they're like the Mister Olympia of, of green onions. They're like eight times the size. They're w- wider, juicier, tastier. <laughs> Like, what the hell? And they're cheaper. <laughs> P1 Rufio is in. Today I found out my family dog died, and it's still the second saddest thing I've heard all day after hearing about Russ lunch. Damn. Damn. <laughs> One, sorry oh, to hear about your dog. Two, Russ, yeah. I mean, this is this may be long look in the mirror right. <laughs> time right now. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to Rufio for always uh, helping me keep an uh, ear out on our audio levels and such. There, there we go. Yeah, he's always got my back. Oh, the P ones, the P ones know when something is a, a miss. They know when something's awry. The string things are afoot at the Circle K. Listen, I want to give him all the credit in the world, but when we break, it's pretty obvious to even the most untrained ear. Mm. You know, but just you know, when when stuff doesn't work here. Oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when stuff doesn't work here, it's like I think. Yeah, are we on? Yeah, are we'll we just disappear. That's how. That's how. That's a we'll roll. <laughs> All right. Um, let's. I have questions today. Uh, you're the person that I think needs to answer this question, mm. Danny. Uh, as the social media czar of 1080 the fans. Please. Why did I open Twitter last night and all I saw was people saying goodbye to Twitter? What yeah. happened? So what did what did I miss? Basically, everybody left. Yeah, Elon Musk set, basically sent out a Twitter 2.0. You're either in or you're out. Like culture reset. Okay. And a, a staggering amount of the engineers packed up. Oh, and just said we all. He, said, he gave him an ultimatum of yeah. like a certain time yesterday, and mm-hmm. it was estimated that probably 75 percent of the remaining workforce was going to be like, "All right, peace out." All right. Well, okay. One that is sad for Twitter, including but... like most of the engineers that like. Yes. Keep yeah. it running. Yeah. Okay. Like the the two factor authentication was down the other yeah. day because the engineers who like built it yeah. left. Okay. Look, that's sad for Twitter because uh, Twitter is kind of a unique place. Yeah. It's not going away though. But settle down, drama queens. What the hell is going on with everybody like well, giving a, a bid farewell? Like, do I need to give out my phone numbers to all of you? I've, it's been real. It's like, well, no, because there's up. real concern the that it'll just like be there. there's real concern that it'll just like stop working. Okay, because well, right now it's just kind of basically going on its own. Wait, guess what? It'll work again because Elon Musk will find other people that will run Twitter, and you can fire off your dumb thoughts all over the place. Yeah. All right. Well, I, 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 <laughs> sorry, people that are upset. Your hate speech is going to have to wait a day. Yeah. That's, <laughs> what are we doing here? Off! Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of panic, but I did enjoy that people were like retweeting their favorite Twitter jokes of all time. Yeah, yeah. that like, was that fun. was good. Like I went that through. Was fun. There was a couple threads that just had me dying yeah, laughing. There was there was so much of the like. 
what is the most inspiring thing and impactful person that you've met on Twitter and say goodbye to them? It's like, nobody's dying here. The, the bird will be back, even yeah. if it's gone for a day. You know what? It's probably better for your mental health if it's if Twitter is working a, for a while. There was a great tweet out there. Somebody's like, imagine if Twitter went away and I got my S together and I was completely <laughs> and totally functional at a... At a a positive influence on society. Like, can you imagine how terrible that would be? Yeah, like, oh, man. <laughs> well, which, wish in one hand, S in the other. Yeah, See exactly. which one fills up first. There has been a lot, though. Um, there's a lot of good that has come from social media. Like, as a as a tool of journalism, it has been both really good and <laughs> really horrible. <laughs> on the really horrible front, that's how I got here. Um, yeah, sure, yeah. Quite, quite mean, literally, Twitter is responsible for me getting my foot in the door. Yeah. I had two things happen for me. One, Ben Gulliver help me out Two, Twitter gave me an audience that I would not have had otherwise. Yeah. And that is Twitter's been awesome in that regard for breaking news and for people, you know, having their voices heard mm-hmm. that uh, otherwise wouldn't it, it, it's been great in that regard. But I mean, it's like if it's gone for a couple days, it, it, it's okay. You know, and everybody's like, we need to find our new social media platform to do all this. Do you? I said, you better not. Just, you better you not. Better not. Yeah. MySpace yeah. Tom got it right, man. Sold MySpace for five hundred million. Think about the inflation on that. That's like seventeen billion nowadays. Well, what about Jack? He he sold his for forty four and a half bill, right? No, he was out before that. He was out before yeah, that. Dorsey was out like what, like four or five years ago, I think, as like the primary as the primary shareholder. He got out earlier than that, but I think he still had a bunch of options. But still, listen, man, you could have paid me less than forty four billion dollars to ruin Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it's not that hard. Yeah. I mean, this is a weird experiment that Elon Musk is going through. It's the most expensive midlife crisis in existence. Yeah. Well, he he was bluffing. His bluff got called, yeah. and he went too far down the road. Mm-hmm. and he, he committed to it, he, he, had he signed to. the paperwork, and he had to pay for it. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. You know, like the the play that Elon could have made and should have made is just like take over Twitter and just let them continue to do their thing and and go continue to do your SpaceX and your Tesla and your Hyperloop or whatever you were doing before. Well, the Hyperloop crashed and burned already. So. Whatever. Yeah. So go and do whatever it is that you were planning on doing, Elon. SpaceX just, did buy a bunch of the ads, though. Let it go. Oh, wow. So I don't. Is that money laundering? No. It's close. It's what a lot of rich people do is they just put their money into one account and move to other another? things that their money is in. Uh, yeah. So money yeah. laundering. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Pretty cool, much. Cool, 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 cool. They're just writing it off. It's just yeah. finding ways to write it off. It's not it's not tax evasion. It's tax avoiding. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it really is in the eye of the beholder. It's not going to work when I run from the police. No. <laughs> It's not, uh, it's not police evasion. It's a police yeah, avoiding. It's avoiding you. Yeah. Yeah. Stop running. I'm not running. Yeah. I'm avoiding. I know a guy who got <clears throat> made made a couple bad choices. A lot of bad choices. Did you get tased? Uh, no. He, uh, he, he decided that he was going to go on a medium speed pursuit, and he got pulled over, and the cop goes, do you know how many stop signs that you ran? He goes, I don't know. How many did you run? <laughs> Sure that, not the best response. I'm sure that worked that out well. Not the best response. <laughs> not not the best response. So does he get conjugal visits or? Uh, no. No. Nah, he's out. You hate to. Oh, yeah. That was okay. a long time ago. <laughs> a long time ago. Um, but that was one of those ones where it was like, 
you hear that story and you're like, oh, no, he didn't. And then no, you're like, he didn't. yeah, he did. No, he did. Yeah, that sounds about, okay. It's adding up. Um, <clears throat> okay, well, radio, sports, let's do it. We got a lot that we need to get to. We need to stay on the clock early because uh, we have a guest today at 1230. We'll be joined by Tyson Alger, the I-5 corridor. Uh, Oregon has got a big game this weekend. Um, they play Utah. We will discuss all things Pac-12 in the final two weeks of the regular season uh, because the numbers have been crunched, and there are 34 different scenarios as to how the Pac-12 will be um, sorted out and the Pac-12 championship game will be sorted out. <laughs> I didn't do this. Nerd. <laughs> but Shouts to the guy that did. Uh, yes. Shout-outs to that guy who did. Um, there's 34 scenarios. And we'll break down kind of what needs to happen for each team that is still alive to get into the Pac-12 title game. Because there's five teams alive in the Pac-12 title race. Um, And many more teams actually kind of control the destiny of those five. It's kind of crazy uh, to think about as we're in the final two weeks of the regular season. And a big one tomorrow night in Autzen Stadium. And a big one tomorrow uh, late afternoon in the Rose Bowl between USC and UCLA. Those two games... Boy, it's gonna have we're gonna have a clear picture of what hmm. the title game looks like after tomorrow. How stressed are you? I'm literally in head to toe USC here right now. Uh, you are, you are, and I did I did stumble into the shorts and hoodie part of this. I, I wear the hoodie pretty often. This, th- th- that's like, not you know you do not stumble into wearing USC shorts, USC sweatshirt, and a USC hat. The hat was purposeful. That does not happen. It, it, but it, you don't just sit there like, oops, tripped into all my USC gear. Well, I mean, I, I could have thrown on the shoes, too. <laughs> if you don't think I have USC Nike trainers, you're out of your mind. Damn right I do. <laughs> oh, man. But no, I, I, little, little peek behind the curtain. It's hard for me to put on much right now because yep. my hip is basically falling apart at this point. So I'm basically in the basketball shorts hoodie uh, croc life. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is this, the cycle of shorts was there. Mm. And it was like, oh, okay, those basketball shorts there are there. Is. And I just literally grabbed the next hoodie off the hanger, and it was this one. Mm. You know, head to toe gear, I applaud your commitment to your, to your, to your team. It's just going to hurt that much more when they face plant tomorrow. <clears throat> yeah. I also uh, quietly, now out loudly... Uh, I, I I out loudly judge the yeah. head to toe gear. Yeah. You know that's a that's a bold move, Cotton. You know you look like you could be an equipment manager yeah. right now for uh, the USC yeah, Trojans. Ooh, which we did see. They played the equipment manager's game. Did you see the final score of that I one? I did not. It was fifty-five to twenty-three. UCLA took it to wow. USC's equipment managers, which apparently is a big thing. Okay. The Twitter told me that. <laughs> I didn't know. Okay. I didn't know that that was a thing, but I knew it wasn't basketball. The equipment manager's game is is been decided. I didn't, I didn't know that was a football thing. Well, apparently, it is. The pads or flag? I'm assuming flag. It looked like they were in flag. Kind of dope, but they just kind of took the they, team's they, pads. They've never. They they have no like ramp up time or anything like that. They just go out there and just start hitting like it's some sort of a uh, alumni game. No! Yeah. <laughs> the, the number of ACLs torn would have just been tremendous. Oh, man. Yeah, it turns out uh, we have a lack of alumni games anymore, like high school and college alumni games. Yeah, I wonder because, why. Because uh, people will get v- very badly injured in them. Yeah, when you yeah. don't have like a, like a month-long ramp-up into a violent sport, uh, it turns out your body falls apart very quickly, especially when you get old. I was reading a- an article, like it was right around the time like uh, Kenny Stabler died. 
that that's a very like particular thing. Yeah, like it, you associate that with Kenny Stabler dying. Well, no, because this is what it has to do with. Oh, okay. Kenny, when Kenny Stabler died, uh, there was an article about how when he was playing in the NFL, Alabama's spring game used to be against their alumni, <laughs> and the snake played in the alumni game. Good lord! While he was an NFL player. Good and I was like thinking about that, like Alex, I'd like things that will never ever happen again. Yeah, like could you imagine that happening now? Where it's just like Tua just shows up in the spring, yeah, like Tua and Derrick Henry and like Jonathan Allen and all those guys are just God. like going to play against Bama in the spring game. That would be insane. In a, an Alabama alumni game. Listen, <laughs> as good as that Alabama team is, you would hear the. Um, all the talks of oh Alabama could beat the worst team in the NFL. That that alumni team would take that Alabama team and throw them Behind in a dumpster fire. Woodshed. Yeah, my God. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great to see. I kind of want to see it again. That would be an Alabama humbling. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about getting your numbers up for your uh, spring game? That'll do it right there. You'd have you'd have neutrals tuning in. You'd be like, I want to see Alabama lose. Oh man. All right, 503-250-1080. That is a fan text line. Uh, Tyson Alger coming up at 1230. We will talk uh, Ducks and Utes. Plus, um, I want to dive in with Tyson about the Brawl of the Wild. It may be the greatest rivalry in FCS football. College game day is there, and he's got a unique perspective on it. He joins us uh, 13 minutes from now. Where we got to start, though, the law of averages finally caught up. Danny Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Illinois Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. Wrapped around each other. Oh yes, Yacht Rock Friday as well. Forget. Football Friday, Yacht Rock Friday. Let's go, Russ. Bertie Higgins. Hot <laughs> testosterone. <laughs> Uh, all right, Blazers been flirting with this one, and it finally bit them in the rear last night. 109-107, the Brooklyn Nets exact their revenge on the Portland Trail Blazers. Yeah, it was a game that you could kind of feel coming, um, kind of setting this up. I asked Dame last night because they, they, they've they gotten slow starts against the Spurs and the, the Nets. And he said, listen, hey, we, we, we've got to be better in these, these slow starts. It's... It's not a we're not working hard enough, we're not we're not good enough. Like it's just a it's a focus thing. And we have got to be better because we can't put ourselves in these situations and rely on the fact that we've got the defense, we've got the offense, and that we can kind of figure it out because last night they shot thirty eight percent from the field while the Nets shot fifty percent. Mm. Kevin Durant shot over fifty percent of the field and Jeremy Grant played some of the best defense I've ever seen played on Kevin Durant. But that's Kevin Durant. He's a seven foot cheat code that you can't solve. What happened was in the fourth quarter, the Blazers went to that trapping, uh, double-teaming defense. They didn't deploy it against Luka because they hadn't practiced it. They came home. They had the opportunity to practice it. Uh, what was it first, second day back? And they deployed it against the Nets. And what they did was they got the ball out of Kevin Durant's hands, and Yuta Watanabe made them pay for it. You, you don't want to get beat by Kevin Durant. Yeah. Yuta said, you don't Watanabe this. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yuta Watanabe beating you is not a good thing. No, it's not. I mean, like Kevin Durant scored 35 points. It's not like he was shut down by any stretch. No. But Watanabe being the guy that hits the big shots and got wide open looks, like that, his last three, I mean, my goodness, he was, I mean, you talk about wide open threes from the corner. That wasn't necessarily the corner, but from the wing, I mean, it didn't get much more open than where he, where he was right there. That was kind of the frustrating part is that that dude got what I think every single shot that he made was a three last night. Yes, it was uh, threes and free throws. <laughs> so he had seven shots, and I believe he ended up with uh, 20 points. Oh, so he went five of seven three. And here's the thing. The Blazers did a very good job of getting the ball out of Kevin Durant's hands, mm-hmm. rotating once, rotating twice, sometimes rotating even three times, and actually getting some turnovers late in that game and putting themselves in a position to have the opportunity to win despite shooting poorly because they took care of the ball all game. They only had nine turnovers. Yeah, but Wait, That is good. Yes, they, they were less neat. sloppy there. But where they struggled on the defensive end was if you watch those Wantanabe threes, it was Ben Simmons playing the part of setting the back pick and knowing where they wanted to get that ball, that swing, swing, swing. It's that third pass to Wantanabe in the corner. And the Blazers were there in rotation – but they were a step or two steps late. And what ended up happening is Simmons sets the back pick on the backside defender, and they are not able to close out to Utah in the time that you want. That split second is what separates the difference between a contested look and an open look. That's the NBA for you. And that's just kind of how it goes sometimes, and you've got to prepare yourself. And that's the frustrating part, though, is it happen- happening over and over and over yeah. again. But beyond Watanabe being that guy down the stretch who was problematic, Ben Simmons was Ben Simmons last night. He was incredibly good. 15 points, 12 rebounds, 7 assists. He was grabbing and going. He was a defensive nightmare. There's 
nobody in the league right now who guards Damian Lillard as good as Ben Simmons does. And yeah. he, the Nets put Ben Simmons, Royce O'Neal, Kevin Durant, and Nick Claxton on the floor at the same time. That's seven foot, six ten, seven foot, mm-hmm. six seven. All good defenders. All very long. All very, very, very motivated on that end when they want to be. And Dame driving through those trees. Number one, he's got to beat Ben Simmons off the dribble. Yeah. Now you've got Katie on the weak side, and you've got Claxton waiting for you at the rim. He went eight of twenty-four. And that was the worry, though, is coming into that game. I mean, I said it yesterday, like giving up 153 points to they Sacramento, they were going to be motivated. Yeah. And they were. And, like, the fourth quarter, uh, their the shooting woes were a plenty for the mm-hmm. Portland Trailblazers in that fourth quarter. And that's kind of something that they've been flirting with. You know, they were up 82-71. to 71. And an 11-0 run just went boom. That like third that, quarter. And it just evaporated. Yep. And the Blazers have been really good at closing out games. And last night, like that, that's the, the crappiest way to end that thing is that Royce O'Neal, he gets that yeah. tip in, and that's a, that's a hey, great play. They win the game. But that wasn't like a controlled tip in. That was like, ah, hit it and see where it goes. And it just ended up going right through the net. Yeah. That and sucked. it's the, the Blazers have, but I've seen a lot of people very frustrated. The Blazers are 10 and 5 through 15 games. This is the NBA. This is how this works. They have they have won every other coin toss game. Yeah. This is the first coin toss. They had no business being in this game late. None. Yeah. But you had a, a couple heady and strong defensive plays. Uh, hell, they, they ran that double team on KD. Josh Hart stepped up, got the deflection, gets the turnover, and the Blazers kind of get a sloppy look out of it. But they had a chance there to go up late in the game before kind of falling apart. And then you get Yusuf Nurkic with... An insane circus and one to... That was pretty cool. It was because, man, he had a rough night again. Um, but, again, you, you've had this stuff kind of go your way, and you continue to have stuff go your way. Calls went their way, too, last night. There was With, a, that, with the exception of the Justice Winslow one. There there was some stuff last night that just, again, a, a couple bad officiating games, I think, in general, yeah. the last couple after... Yeah. Really, I think the first 10, 12 games were really well officiated. Yeah. Yeah. It, this happens. It, like, like players, it, it happens. Um... But again, the Blazers they get back on the horse tomorrow night against the Utah Jazz. They go two and one at home before going on a road on a road trip, and they're eleven five. Like, do you want that game back? Yeah, you absolutely do. But is it this, you know, monumental fall apart loss? No. As dysfunctional as the Nets are, they're, they've still got a lot of dudes, and they present a lot of problems. Particularly yeah. if Royce O'Neal drops a triple double, and Ben Simmons looks like Ben Simmons again. Yeah, it was weird. Um, you know, this Texas leaf sharp in the game when he's on fire like that. He needs more minutes. Uh, it was weird to see like Defense. he was playing well, and but that they weren't getting they weren't getting buckets though. No. I mean, you could say defense, but look, when Dame is struggling like that, they've 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 run into this problem a few mm-hmm. a few times. We've talked about this. Like, you're not going to get away in these games with Dame not hitting those shots and just sitting there and kind of looking around. Like, last night was the look around like, uh-oh, well, Dame, Jer- Dame's not doing it. Well, Jamie Grimm's 2 of 12. Yeah. like You, you, you needed a guy to have some firepower, mm-hmm. and and it was Shaden Sharp last night. He was the kind of the hot hot hand for him. He was. He, which he, is great to see. He had his first podium game, career-high 20 points. Uh, but the problem was, and Chauncey addressed this in the postgame, was he made three mistakes in a row. Uh, on top blocking yeah. on a coverage and allowed the Nets to kind of get free and get some open looks. 
and Chauncey had to kind of address it, and then he kind of forgot it, and then he had to address it again, and he kind of forgot it, and then so he had to yank him. Yeah, that's what you got to do with the kids. Well, Ant Ant had a rough night on the defensive end of the floor too. Mm. I mean, that was he scored twenty four, which is great. You're going to get twenty four out of him, but that kind he kind of played the role of CJ last night. He did. He did. He had the eighth for twenty nine. He again struggles (laughs) in the first half. Comes out in the second half and absolutely yeah. lights the world on fire. It's one of 82, and again, the Blazers, they got some kinks to work out. Um, law of averages was going to tell you this was going to happen. 10-5, and five, great start. You're right. Yeah, you're, through you're, 15 games. You, you take that and you run. There's not a team in the league that doesn't take 10-5 and five through their first 15 games. Not, no. a, not a single team in the league. No, no. Lakers would love to be 10-5. Oh, five. my God. <laughs> All right, 503-250-1080. We'll have a little bit more Blazers as the show goes on. Uh, coming up next, though, let's go to Tyson Alger, the I-5 corridor. Big game for Oregon down in Autzen Stadium against Utah. But uh, even bigger is the place in his heart for where college game day will be. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Here's Rust. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Half a mile from the county fair And the rain came pouring down Me and Billy standing there With a silver half a crown this is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the Alien A Sportsbook. We just stood there getting wet with our backs against the fence. Got a couple big games this weekend, not just in the Pac-12, but outside of it as well. We bring on from the I-5 corridor, Tyson Alger. How you doing, my man? Happy Football Friday. The, the sun is shining there's great football this weekend. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm a college football reporter, guys. This is what I write about, and this is as, as good of a weekend as you get, especially with college game day heading to that godforsaken city in Bozeman, Montana, when they when they could have easily gone to Missoula last year. So. Okay. <laughs> hey, this is the pettiness I'm here see, for. Yes, let's get into this right now. We will talk Oregon and Utah and get your thoughts on uh, the Ducks' chances if Bo Nix cannot go. But a game that is near and dear, to your heart is one of the greatest named uh, rivalries in all of college football. One of the great rivalries in college football. The Brawl of the Wild. Cats, Grizz, Montana, Montana State. College game day is in Bozeman. Um, And look, you are a University of Montana grad. Can you fill us in about, you know, look, this is a great matchup and a lot of Big Sky fans that that are out here, they know of Montana and Montana State. But can you fill us in on a little bit of this rivalry and the hatred that you have for the for the Cats? You know, it's uh, like the the football in the state of Montana is one of the most unique things I've ever been to because or I've ever experienced because like it is it is a hundred percent like that stereotypical quintessential like every shop shuts down in town when like, the Grizz are playing. It's <laughs> it's it's you got the signs on the windows like at at the Grizz game and that sort of thing and it's 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 a complete divide in the state between cats and grizz i mean like here in oregon like i feel like you know even though like you know oregon and oregon state have had their rivalries i I do feel like it's still like a little bit of like a uh performative hatred if if you will like it's it's like oh big rivalry coming up you know but i think ultimately it's a little kind of brotherly 
uh, Montana and Montana State, like, legit hate each other. I remember, like, the first year I was in Montana, uh, it's about a three-hour drive from Missoula to Bozeman, and you have to go through mountain passes and all these things, and, and the, the, the teams just still take buses out there. And uh, Montana won. Bobby Houck was still coach. And, like, as the bus is pulling away from Montana State and you're going through, like, the crowds of Montana State fans who are all just yelling things at the Grizz Buffs, and uh, Bobby Houck just gives everyone in everyone in the parking lot the double barrel middle fingers as as the Montana bus is just driving back out to Missoula <laughs> with a with a win under the belt. So it's yeah, it's just like stuff like that. And then, and then you know, with the game, this is going to be I think the 121st meeting between the two teams. Like it's there's just generations of of this game that have been played and stories, and it's it's a really fun one. And I'm glad that I'm glad that ESPN is highlighting it because I mean I. You know, I'm obviously biased, but having covered college football um, now at a higher level for like nearly the last decade, I, I truly do think it's one of the most unique and intense rivalries in college football. When you look at this, what is there anything else that you cover that's comparative? Does, does, does Oregon, Washington hold a candle at any point in time? Not even covering it, just being around it. Is, is there anything that you can think yeah. of like – just yeah, hell, even nationally, that is this is this Duke, North Carolina, but just on the smaller scale. Like, what what, what would you compare it to? I, I I do think it's kind of like Duke, or sorry, I I do think it's more like Duke, Carolina on a on a smaller scale because like if if you're talking about like the Oregon Washington like football rivalry right now, like there's definitely that hatred to it, but like you know both teams are so streaky that like you know any pick any given year in the streak the last. I mean, between that rivalry the last 30 years, and you're more than likely to go to a Husky stadium that has a whole bunch of open seats available. Like, it doesn't matter what the team's records are for Cat Grizz. Like, it's going to be packed. It's, it's like everyone, like basically everyone in the state just flocks to the parking lot <laughs> of, of that game. It's uh, it, it, it's truly unique. And then especially when you're playing in those stadiums too, I don't, I don't know if any of you guys have been to Washington Grizzly in Missoula, but uh, I, awesome. the, the way that people, the, the the way that people talk about Austin Stadium here in Eugene and, and just kind of the way of like yeah it's only it it may just be like fifty eight thousand when there's some of these other hundred k stadiums but it's just as loud like that's Washington Grizzly at the FCS FCS level like I've I've had uh, games there where it's it's I I still would put that up there with like loudest stadium experiences I've ever been into and it's just a shame that they're going to have to play in that shack of a stadium that they haven't those. <laughs> No, Washington Grizzly Stadium All is the shots. It is if you haven't seen it, if you haven't been to a game there, it, it is one of the best. I mean, it truly is. It's an incredible environment. But one thing about uh, Montana, Montana State is they're not like North Dakota State or North Dakota or you know University of South Dakota where they play in domes or mm-hmm. Idaho or Idaho State, which have the Kibbe Dome and the Pocatello Dome. It's outdoors, and this it'll, game it'll come is, out and get you always at the end of the year how do you uh, like how do you go and, and these are they're having record ticket sales prices right now tickets on vivid seats are between 285 and one thousand dollars for this game and for an outdoor stadium it's six degrees in Bozeman Montana how do you get ready for a game like that you know, and that's what people are talking about nationally. It's everyone trying to go on to Ticketmaster and getting these Cat Grizz tickets, not Taylor Swift that has been <laughs> killing the, the entire system. Uh, so the the last Cat Grizz, Grizz game I went to, it was it was like the one in college that I didn't cover as as like a, a college journalist. I was like, I'm a senior. I'm going to go get 
I'm going to go enjoy myself at this one. And it was, I believe, like nine degrees at that one. And I was wearing these wool gloves, and they have all these kind of uh, overhead space heaters around uh, the concourse. And uh, I caught my gloves on fire, actually, guys. Like, that's how you stay warm. I was, I was holding <laughs> I like them it. up to the heater. I, I wasn't looking, and then you, you just started smelling burnt glove smell. And uh, it was it was, it was was kind of looked like it was out of a bad sitcom. But, uh, yeah, it's, okay. it's, it's one of those ones where – first quarter it's terrible and then you're probably frostbitten by the third and like really the toughest thing is when you come back in into the heat after the game and you kind of start to thaw out and, and you start feeling those nerve endings again um that's when you know it was a good game like like when when you're hurting afterwards as a fan is, is, that's when you know it was a good rivalry a, a non-alcohol physically induced injury is, is there is there a weirder or wilder story than catching your gloves on fire at, at all in your, your livelihood uh leading up wow. in this rivalry I mean that's a pretty good one. It, like, it, it, yeah, like, I, I, I was gonna go there. Catching yourself yeah. on fire is pretty damn good. But that's why I said, like, yeah. is this the bar or are we clearing this bar? <laughs> I, I, I think that's the bar for now. Okay. But, I mean, game day hasn't game day hasn't been in town for one of these things yet, so uh, things things could get a little squirrely this mm, weekend. I love it. All right, uh, Tyson, let's get uh, your thoughts real quick on on Oregon and Utah. It does not sound as if Bo Nix is gonna be going for for Oregon. Um, how does Oregon get this thing back on the rails? The defense has continued to be leaky all season long, and now if you don't have the signal caller and you're turning to Ty Thompson, I mean, that looked like a, a, a neutered offense when Ty Thompson had to come in for that drive um, uh, last week. Uh, I, I, how do you feel about this one against Utah 730 tomorrow night if you do not have a Bo Nix? If they don't have a Bo Nix, uh, I'd make sure you're sitting by the heaters because uh... – <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna yeah. catch yourself on fire. I mean, I mean, just, I, I, <laughs> that's amazing what I thought. <laughs> actually, actually, don't take don't take my advice. Like, you need to put a disclaimer before you bring me on the show. Uh, look, I I I want to be optimistic for uh, this wonderful audience that you guys have here on 1080 of the Fan. I don't. I'm. I don't think it's going to be pretty if yeah. Bo doesn't play. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've 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 seen the way that offense moves when he's not in the game, and and this is a defense that I I I think, I think Utah could put thirty five to forty points up on this defense if if Oregon is is commanding the ball even on the other side. So, uh, if if Oregon's not moving the ball and and Utah's cutting through like Washington was last week, I. Uh, it could get ugly, ugly. But then again, I've had a really, really bad track record this season of predicting like anything. So uh, it looks like the Ducks are going to win in a blowout. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you look at this matchup with Utah, are you more worried about Utah grinding the Ducks out, or are you more worried about them being explosive? I think explosive. I mean, like that's the thing is, like if the Ducks get into like a little grind them out game, like they're fine. But it's like they're just getting absolutely torched through the air, and then and it's just like like third third and 12 to any other team when they're playing the ducks it seems like third and short they're just giving up a ridiculous amount of just just like you, you think you have them you think the drive's over and then it, all of a sudden it's a 25 yard gain and, and washington still has the ball like i i think i think oregon's defense has been relatively sound if you cut out the explosive plays but there's just been so many explosive plays uh that if i'm if i'm utah i i don't I don't keep Oregon in this game by keeping the ball on the ground. I, I just go I just go through the air and, and go for the thing. All right. Tyson, thank you for the time. I, I love the talk about 
the Brawl of the Wild because uh, this is a game that deserves to be talked about. It's one of the great rivalries in sports. And College Game Day going to be in Bozeman, not Missoula like you want, but it'll be in Bozeman highlighting uh, your beloved Grizz. Thanks for the time, man. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Go Grizz. <laughs> All right, Tyson Alger, the uh, I-5 Corridor. Go check out the I-5 Corridor. Look, I-, I remember going into a bar in Butte, Montana, and it's like this old, old, old cowboy bar. And That's they, every bar in Butte, Montana. That, I, yeah, well, no, <laughs> actually, that's not true. Oh, they, they, they've got the EDM club now? No, it's either... Irish bar or cowboy bar? Like there, you got two choices in Butte. I mean, uh, yes, the Oh Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. you got you got the the water you can taste. You get you got some like you can eat it. You can chew on the water there in Butte. It's it's, it's the same Venn diagram. But there is a there was a uh, like a big old wood pillar, Mm -hmm. and carved in it was cats on one side, grizz on the other, and they have a like a notch, a tally for every single game in every year. Just once a year, they bring out this big ass Bowie knife, and that's just a knife in Montana. You, yeah, and they they put a notch in in the side of, of whoever wins, and it is like sacred. Like you don't mess with that. Like and nobody like there's no like funny business where like a drunk Cats fan's gonna go over and put his own knife. Like we're gonna win. Yeah. Well, I bet no, not no, anymore because no, no, no. I bet you there was one time, and after yeah. that, it was like, ooh, no, yeah, no, 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 a little bit of wood putty covered yeah. that up, and also the blood. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they take their rivalry seriously. I, I, I love how Tyson handles that because yeah. you would think that that's how I would feel about this weekend at UCLA. I don't. <laughs> I don't feel like that. Like, UCLA has never been good in my yeah. lifetime. Like quite literally, yeah. they've never been a team that I cared about. Yeah. Now, next week. Notre Dame, that's where I get to that yeah. level. It, the Cats Grizz, the battle, the, the brawl of the wild, it really is like a, it's a great it's like an SEC rivalry that they just went and they plopped into Montana. It's great. It's fantastic. I wish they were they, they were each other. Uh, closer distance-wise. Like three hours? Just a little bit closer. It's not that far. It's not, especially when you're talking about Montana. Every yeah. three uh, hours. It's a big state. Yeah. 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 Big sky country. It, it takes, what, uh, 10 hours to drive across? Something like that? <laughs> Uh, I'd probably at least. Yeah, well, I've, I've made the drive a couple times. I've yeah, been, I'm, I'm trying to remember. It. Yeah, it's a long time. It's a long time. It's a lot a of de- it's a lot of dead deer. I'll tell you what, it is a 23 and a half hour bus ride from Haver to Ashland. <laughs> it's 22 to Billings, Good and then Lord. 20 to uh, Dillon, Montana. How is that bus so slow? Mm. Uh, no, no, it's just you have to take the long way. It sucks. Good lord. I guess you got to stay out of the mountains, huh? Long time drive. Yeah, you have to go up through Spokane, then over, then back down. Yeah, because you, you had to avoid the... Yeah. Oh, All right, God. and that's uh, Montana geography for you. Good um, lord. Cats Grizz, wanted to get a little touch on that because college game day will be there. I mean, it will... It's going to be lit no matter what, no matter how cold it is. I saw Pete Thamel is doing a sports center hit, and that guy looked like he was reporting from I the North die. Pole. It was fantastic. Big Sky Country, let's go. Danny and Dusty on the fan. You're a rich girl, and you're gone too far, cause you know it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money, you can rely on the old man's money. This is a Football Friday edition of Danny and Dusty. Brought to you by the a and Sportsbook. On 1080 The Fan. money won't get you too far, get you too far. All right, special thanks to Tyson Alger, the I-5 Corridor. Coming on. 
Um, we had this text here. We were talking about bars in Butte, mm-hmm. cowboy bar or Irish bar. St. Patrick's Day. I've also terrified. In I've been terrified to go. Apparently, Butte on St. Patrick's Day is a complete and utter s show. Why, They're why, all Irish. Why, why Butte? They're all Irish. All of them are Irish. Well, Butte it's a mining a show anyway. It's a mining <laughs> city. It's a miner town. And do Irish mine? Uh, uh, apparently, they did. Have you ever like driven through Butte? It's yeah. the weirdest looking town ever. It is a mountain. Stayed there one night. And they the literally like dug out the side of a mountain. And as they kept digging up this mountain. Like, let's put it down here. Like, the, no, they just built up. So, like, the upper part of the city is new. And it, like, the lower you are, the older the town is. It's the weirdest damn thing. Makes they sense. They just dug out the side of this mountain and just worked their way up the hill. It, it's crazy. But apparently, it's uh, St. Patrick's Day is a absolute S show there. Um, do, they, do they dye anything green like Chicago does their river? They don't need to. Oh, okay. They don't need to get fancy. This is my Montaigne. <laughs> um, but this texture says, I drank at a bar for the first time ever in Butte. I was 17 in a cowboy bar. All of this tracks, by the way. Uh, the regular next to me literally said when we suggested about going to an Irish bar, quote, if we go there, I'd have to put a shirt on. <laughs> I also ordered a rum a rum and coke, and they gave me black velvet and coke because it's the closest thing they had. That, that is the most butte story I have ever heard. Not a drop of rum. How in do the you city. not have rum? <clears throat> like a rum. It is the most butte story <laughs> I have ever heard. Like I went to a uh, I went to a high school football game in Butte one time, and it was I, I think it was. There's like Butte High and then like Central Butte High or whatever. I can't remember which one it was. It was whatever one the purple one is. Uh, we went to the game and like a, literally across the street from the high school is a bar. And at like halftime of the game, it, the stadium empties out. They go to the bar and then they go back over and it's party time again for the second half. It's the, this That town is the damnedest thing I've ever been to. I remember at Beaverton, you got a couple of bars real close by the high school there. <laughs> you had Ringo's. Broadway Saloon. Sure. They, well, now you got the fancy pants places all right next to her. Yeah. But I'm, I'm talking like, like right there. next door. Right next door. Um, it's, yeah, it, it's a hell of a thing, man. I, I love the, the upper upper Midwest. Yeah. Montana, salt of the earth people. The big, the big sky is a good place to be. Let's get back on track here. Um, we have, because uh, <laughs> it's football Friday. Oh, okay. Well, coming up next hour, I'm, I'm, I'll solicit everybody's help here. Uh, everybody knows me, big soccer guy. Huge soccer guy. You know? It's your middle name. Yeah. Yeah, Little known is. fact. Yeah. Dusty Soccer Hera. So- soccer. Yeah. So- <laughs> soccer guy. Soccer guy. Uh, Hera. That is my, that is my name. Um, and I, I will go, and we're going to make picks outside of Team USA. We're picking a team, and we're going to ride with them through the rest of the World Cup. Um, I have no shame. I'll, I'll, I'll gladly, gladly put myself out there. You can win me over on the fan text on 503-250-1080 for which country I should root for because uh, I, if I'm not, anybody doesn't win me over, I'm just picking sheerly off of their crest. Not, 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 not going to go by Jersey? I might go Jersey. Okay. All right? Because there, there's some heat. In, the, uh, in yeah. the Jersey competition this year for for the World Cup. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Um, so we got that coming up next hour, um, and we got World Cup news. But where we got to start, hour number two, uh, panic time in Green Bay. Burrow. Danny and Dusty on the fan. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 